Hello and welcome to a podcast brought to you by The Religion of Aston Villa. We're a social media account on Twitter and Facebook that wants to get our voices out there and heard, so please join us. You're right, guys, and welcome to another episode. Uh, thanks very much for everyone who listened to the last episode. Uh, it's much appreciated. Okay, so this episode is a Q&A. So Brad's got questions from Twitter. I have questions from Facebook. We're also going to be covering uh, very quickly, obviously, the Stoke friendly. There's not going to be much to talk about, but we will still have a little discussion over it. And obviously, the departure of JT. So uh, over to you, Brad. Hello, guys. Um, so, as you said, we've got a couple of topics to talk about before the Q&A. So, let's just have a quick, you know, 90-second talk on the two main subjects. Obviously, they've been glossed over the last week anyway. So, on the Stoke, um, personally, I was a bit shocked by the result. Um, I think it just kind of shows you the lack of... I mean, I know it's only fitness. That's what friendlies are for, fitness, fitness, fitness. But, obviously, you still want to get a result. And it just shows to me we don't have the depth that, you know, we, we, we need to compete in this league. Yeah, um, I was at work when the game was on, so I didn't really see it. Um, I've seen the highlights since. I think their first goal was a very, a very, very good goal. It's a very good cross and a very good header. A typical yeah. championship goal. Yeah. Um, but then I still think we had enough in the tank to get the game done. So, obviously, to lose, it wasn't ideal. But like you said... It's pre it's pre-season. We're not the only big team to lose pre-season game against a lower league team. I think United lost on the same day against a very uh, sort of lower team than them. Obviously, the big down point to me was uh, obviously Wesley's stupid um, yeah. UFC audition. But um, it's just it's a friend. It's a friendly. He needs to calm himself down. For someone that's trying to show the boss that he that we don't need to buy another striker because we've got him. It's not exactly the most ideal sort of thing that you can do. So that was my most annoying thing out of the whole game. Uh, minutes to everyone was the best thing, obviously, because everyone got a game. But, yeah, I think Wesley just unnecessarily and he puts us in a situation now where he's going to be very... He's going to be magnified us looking at him now for the next few games because he's made a silly mistake. So hope, hope, hopefully he learns his lesson but I did see something that he was training with the players that were in the squad but didn't play on that match so he got after the game he had to do extra training um so yeah yeah maybe. so yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I, it's stupid <laughs> absolutely stupid in the middle of a friendly um yeah idiot um but yeah that's what we can really say on to JT quickly before we move on um I'm good to see him go. I think he's going to leave a big hole in that defence coach's side because obviously everyone can see how good Mings and Konza have got, especially over the last 12 months and then which we've improved. And there's been a lot of talk of him doing one-on-one sessions with them um, to get them better. And it's rubbed off massively. So um, it's going to be interesting to see if somebody does come in and who it's going to be. Um, I have put it all over Twitter um, that I'd like to see Gary Cale come in personally and kind of go into that role, maybe cover for 12 months like JT did, and then go into a coaching role slowly. 
Um, but then again, she and then on the other side of it, you've got Ashley Young, who's doing the exact same thing, coming in for twelve months, maybe two years, depending on who gets on, and then maybe moving to coaching role. So, be interested to see who fills that shoe, uh, fills his shoes. But good luck to him. He's been an absolute outstanding servant, more than I thought he would be. I thought he'd just come for the money and go after a year. Um, so fair play, and whoever he goes to, I'm actually going to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um... We've got, I mean, obviously he did loads of work on the defence, but he did other stuff as well that maybe people may not, not realise. Would Tammy have joined us if John Terry weren't there? Do you, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just little things like that. It was a John Terry factor. When we were in the championship, John Terry being with us made us a very more attractive club than, say, other clubs. Yeah. So in the championship, I think Terry being there was massive for not even just what he was doing, for just having his name there. It sounds really, really bad and really, really corny, but I think it helped us do certain stuff. Um, now that we're an established Premier League team again, um, obviously the JT name obviously weren't as used as much, but he can concentrate on his um, coaching. I'll tell you one name that I do want to replace him, but I know it won't happen. I know it won't happen, but he dipped into management. But if we could get Malberg back, it'd be yeah, absolutely insane. <laughs> But um, that's just obviously pipe dreams. But I'm, but yeah, it is. It is what it is. He's done. He's done what he needs to. It's a shame that he had to go. But I think we all knew that it was going to go. I'd rather him go now at the start of the season, where it won't really affect us. Then it leaves halfway through the season, and it sort of messes our season up. If that makes sense. So yeah, it's a wise decision. Maybe he's got something lined up. We don't know. Wherever he goes, it's going to be a gamble because it's their first club. But John Terry's doing it the proper way. He's starting from assistant manager and then hopefully he'll, he won't do a Lampard and just think he's, you know, good enough to suddenly top, um, manage a top four team and fail like he did at Chelsea. What Terry needs to do is now just go in the Championship or the Scottish League and try and manage a team there like sort of Gerrard's done with Rangers and stuff and then just build his thing up. But as long as he doesn't think he can fly before he can walk, then he should be okay. Um, so yeah. yeah, just um, hope it goes well for for him. But there's no doubt we'll rep- uh, we'll replace him. But the amount of good coaches we've got and experience like Shaky's got and Richard O'Kelly's got, I'm not crying. Do you know what I mean? I think we've got enough in the bank to take us over the season, and no doubt a new coach will be hired soon. But yeah, I'm just glad it's done now and not halfway for the season. That's going to mess us up a bit. Um, right. Got that out of the way. So now we can go on to the Q&A. So basically the rules are, um, I've got a load of questions off Twitter. Gary's got a load of questions off Facebook. I read the question. Gary answers it. Um, and then I, I answer my like I answer it back after Gary. Then obviously Gary will ask me a question from Facebook. I'll answer that he does his reply on that. Um, I know I've got a lot more questions from Twitter because I just went nuts and sent me loads. Um, so for everybody that's, gave us a question thank you very much i will give you a shout out i'll read out your um your twitter handle or your facebook name if if on gary's part just to say thank you um so i'll start as i said because i've got a few more questions and then gary has so so this is from a twitter handle which is at one two c w zero four so nice easy to remember any of that bit of a barcode Um, if you could sign one more player who would it be? So I'm going to assume you can only sign one player. Realistically, who would you sign? Um, 
<laughs> in my opinion, our two positions that we desperately need is another centre back and another number ten. So it'll probably be it'll probably be a number ten, but we're linked to Leon Bailey. Like we've got to keep it realistic, haven't we? So yeah. If I say a centre back that's stupidly good, it wouldn't make sense because we know that Mings and Cons are our two main centre backs. So I'll probably use it as a number ten. But I, I don't know how honestly it would be. Um, as it stands, Leon Bailey, to me, I know he's not a, num- a number 10, but obviously we can use other players in number 10. Yeah, but, switch it around, yeah. Yeah, but if Jack stops, I'm not going to get into to that, but if Jack stops and Jack gets to me, he's the number 10 and Leon Bailey will be on the wing and have Wendia, Jack and Bailey will just be... It's just naughty, and it? Like, it's just having that, I mean... I think I saw his FIFA card and he speaks like 96. It's like, what is going on? Yeah, he is. He is rapid. It's just, it's just bad, isn't it? Like, it's just mental. So, with who we're linked to, I mean, I, I know we're linked to Cantwell and Bailey. And I think today, I think the rumour of Tranzabi popped up again. Um, but Leon Bailey, to me, is the sign of things to come. If we sign him, he's an elite player. Mm. And I think that could determine our whole season. Um, I'm going to go Wood Prowse, personally. Um, I do like Bailey a lot. Um, when it came out, I did speak about it like to yourself, saying how much I really rate him. Um, but for me, I'd like to see Wood Prowse come in, especially if Jack stays, because that's just a cheat code in itself. How many free kicks that lad's going to get? So I'd go the old Ward Prowse. Do you know what? I didn't even think of that. But yeah, Ward Prowse would be an immense signing. But yeah. I've said Leon Bailey, so I'm not going to change no. that. <laughs> well, um, sorry, just to give an extra rule to this. Um, when we read the questions out, uh, we don't know the question, if that makes sense. Like the Facebook questions, I don't know what they are. And he doesn't know the Twitter ones. That might be why there might be a bit of a stall between us answering. <laughs> so it is a bit, it is off the cuff as you'd like. So yeah, <laughs> sorry. That's all right. Well, so I go to saw uh, Ellis Miles. He's even got the top fan icon. Oh, so thank well you. done, top fan. <laughs> uh, his question is: If you could add one ex-player in their prime Ooh. to the current squad, who would it be and why? So, okay, now I'm going to work on my own because I know people are going to go Bumagraf, move on. <laughs> and I'm just like I wasn't. I don't remember him at all. So I can't. I'm not going to go down that route. So I'm going to go. Oh, God, this is a think. No, I know it's a tough one. Mate, it is because I've just got names flying <laughs> through my head. Do you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go the old Juan Pablo Angel in the oh, 20. Got, a, just because. One. That's a decent one. Because he was so good with his feet and we play, we play it on the deck now. Um, look, this is pretty much just names. I had Milner on my head, Young. Obviously, we've got Young now, but obviously he's prime. I had Barry, I had Terry, but no, I'm gonna go hang out. Uh, yeah, because played it on the floor. I do think we could do with a second striker, um, and I just think Watkins and Hangout would be absolutely lethal. Oh, I, I did. I'm not gonna lie. I did not expect that. I expected mm. you to. Um, yeah, that's what you say, Ben Techie or something. But um, no, Hangout in his prime on that one season when we got to the League Cup semi-final, he was insane. He scored yeah. over 20 goals. Okay, I'm gonna go a bit a bit off a bit off script. I'm gonna oh. say Paul Merson. 
as a number 10. Oh, shit. He was, I just rate Merson <laughs> loads. I thought he was phenomenal. He should have stopped and we probably would have carried on underneath David O'Leary. He was just quality. He didn't want to leave, but for some reason, I believe he got, I think um, he got sent out because he was too old, but then he went to Bourne, uh, went to Portsmouth and got them promoted and just smashed it at Portsmouth. And Yeah. I just think Merson on its day was unreal. Like, I think even Dublin said that he was one of the best players that he's ever played with. Like, it was just insane. <laughs> and for a number 10... That's a shout. Just be like... In, it would just be immense. Like, he'd love it. And he loves a drink. And so do I. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, no, Merson all day long. You can't... When when I see the Villa shirt and it says NTL on it, I think of Paul Merson. That's so much, I think, of, 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 of him. I think he's class. Um, next question. Similar to that one. But he's, he's opened it up. So this is oh. from David Kirkland, 15. And basically he says, um, who would your dream signing be in their prime, whether past or present? So this hasn't got to be ex-players. This could be any player, any generation. If you could have one player that you could bring to Villa in their prime, past or present. I mean, you can go ridiculous if you want. As in to fit in our squad now. Any player in the world that's ever lived, you can have now in their prime in the Villa team. Well, who you take. I ain't been silly in saying Madonna. Uh, you Madonna. can have anybody you want. No, anybody. no, I'm, I'm going to say people that I've seen play because there's no point okay. me saying Maradona or Palais and stuff when mm, I've never seen them. Yeah, Do you know okay. what I mean? Like, okay. ne- it's just pointless me saying that. Um, for me, it's between the two Ronaldos. Okay. Ooh. I forgot about Fat Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh, before he was fat, fucking class. He was an absolute <laughs> animal. He was a machine. Um, <laughs> uh, there's so many other players because you've got Kaká, you've got Ronaldinho. All these players are going to be on point, but I just think Cristiano Ronaldo fits in any team. He will make any team win a trophy. Um, there's yeah. loads of players that I could think of. Obviously, Ronaldo's still playing now, but get Ronaldo four years ago, that's a different story. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, I know there's loads of players I, I could have chose from, but to me, it's down to the two Ronaldos. And Cristiano Ronaldo is more of a full package, speed, strength. He could play up front, he could play on the wing, he could play as a number 10. God, he could play right back and I'll probably score a hat-trick still. So, yeah, it's going to be the old Portuguese, Cristiano Ronaldo. It sounds boring, but... I would love to see him at Villa. Do, um, do you know what I mean? I'm gonna see. I, I'm gonna say Messi, but I'm really trying to not go Messi. <laughs> but you've just you've just got to win, yeah. Yeah, Let's yeah. Be on it. You got no. You got yeah. no. I mean, obviously, there's always Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldo, Messi. I mean, I was thinking uh, uh, before my time, bro. I love watching Johan Cruyff. Yeah, uh, I love Maldini at the back. Oh, there's there's just yeah, there's quite a lot of players, but. I'm gonna to have to go messy. I just, I just, yeah. I'm sorry to be boring. I'll try to go out the box and probably think Robbie Keane, but no, I'm gonna go with the old Lionel Messi. I just think he's absolutely phenomenal, and he can uh, link up with the old Martinez. So oh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. The, but the thing is, though, like there's certain players in certain eras where they're just the best players. So at the moment, Ronaldo and Messi in our era are our best players. Yeah, Maradona and Palais or them lot were in their era the best time but because we weren't around then it's hard for us to really say them 
Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah, I'm not exactly. going to say, like, Palais scored all these goals, and I'm like, yeah, oh, I didn't see him play. Every time I've seen him play, it's a highlight. Yeah, Do you know same. what I mean? I can't yeah. say, oh, yeah, I've seen him play this, I've seen him play that, or... Yeah. I quite like that I mean? question, to be fair. No, no, it's a good one. Uh, was that Chris Kirkland's brother, was it, <laughs> that answered that? Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, then. Okie dokie. Karaoke. The next one is from... Oh, I think we sort of answered this, but we can go into it again. Jordan David Smith. He loves putting his middle name in it. Jordan Ooh. David. He said, obviously, we've got rid of Terry. Um, are you happy with Shakespeare and Cutler um, and Richard Kelly? Um, but who would you add if you could? Obviously, obviously, we've sort of answered it a little bit when we were talking about JT going. But if we could just quickly, we'll just, we'll just go over it again for Jordan. Um I'm going to change my opinion. I went Kale, uh, <laughs> but I'm I, I'm loving the fact of the old Olaf. So yeah, I'm, I'm switching here. to Olaf. So yeah, same. Yeah, thank here. you very much. Thank you. It has to be a centre back because Ashley Young, as much as he was probably will be a good coach, he's a smart guy. Blah blah blah. He's not a defender, is he? As in, like he's not an out and out centre back. So if you're trying to teach your centre backs to, to be on point, JT was obviously your man. So you are looking at. Malberg or is Martin Larson doing his coaching badges? Do you know what I mean? Just get someone yeah. that's an absolute ledge that did it for us. I do like your KO idea. Um, and he's still a free agent, isn't he? So he it, is. could, it could still happen. But I'm all for Malberg. Like, I think he's an absolute beast. I love him. <laughs> I love that man. Um, next question. To be fair, I'm going to give you two on the bench just because one's a joke question. Yeah, yeah, um, sound, sound. Um, this is from AVF Faithful. Um, oh, been busy the past week on Twitter. Fucking hey off. King loves it. He has. He's offered me for a pizza now because it was in the. Th- I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, Domino's. Yeah. Yeah, he's pouring it and he was like, Do you fancy going for a pizza? I was like, Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, he has put Bednarak to Villa? Question oh, mark. Christ. No, I want to say. Okay, Next. <laughs> quickly on that. He's kind of tongue in cheek because he was the first victim of the Bednarak. <laughs> Of the Begner at Cats, he was victim number one. So, absolutely love you, Faithful, for just putting that on. <laughs> so, my real question uh, is from AVFC Lewis. Oh. Uh, would you take Bali for 30 million? And if yes, how would you shape the squad with his arrival? So, I'm guessing if you take him, where would you put him? Do you say Ali? Uh, Bali. Bali. Leon Bali. Oh, sorry. I've, um, where would he play? He's put, would you take Bally for 30 million? Yeah, yeah. And if yes, how would you shape the squad with oh, his arrival? Oh, okay, okay. All right, sorry. I got, because I, I thought you said Ali, I was getting my answer ready for Delhi Ali. All right. Um, okay. Bally will be on the wing. Um, Buendia on the other side. Watkins up top. Jack in the middle. Obviously, with uncertainty on Jack. Again, we're not going to get into the Jack story. Um, depending if Jack's here or not, it won't change the fact that it'll be Buendia and Bailey on both sides. Um, obviously, we've got Torre as well. I don't think Bailey's ever played um, in number 10. I think he, I think if he doesn't play on the wing, he plays up front. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. So, with his speed and trickery, he's going to go on the wing. Um, so, say if Jack is stopping, you've got Watkins up top, uh, Jack just behind, Buendia on one side, Bailey on the other side. You're looking at McGinn and... Louise in the middle, obviously the back five that we all uh, love, but it would have been nice to have maybe McGinn and Ward Prowse at the back. But um, 
I just think everyone will. If we do get Bailey and Jack stops, I think everyone will say the. I think everyone will have the fir, um, the same front four, and it will be Watkins, Jack, and then Bailey and Buendia on the wings. I don't know if you feel different, but I think no. everyone's. I think everyone's going to say that. Spot on, mate. Exactly the same, and I think Traore is going to be our. You know. One nil down, sixty minutes gone. Bring on Traore. You don't know yeah. what he's. He doesn't know what he's going to do, and neither does the opposition. So, well, the thing yeah. is, we found out the last two seasons. It's not a team uh, sport; it's a squad sport. Yeah. Um, so, like our guys, he was. He probably didn't play for the first how how many games. He came over Christmas. He was player player of the month. Um, he was our maybe second top goal scorer last season, and so it just shows you that everyone plays their part. Yeah. Definitely. So even though Torre might be behind them too, it will not stop the fact that Torre will still score a good handful of goals and will get a good few assists as well. Hundred percent. All right, my next one is from Terry Rose. Oh, um, I think John. She. Oh, sorry. I think, think it is a she. I can't tell from the profile picture. It says Terry Rose, but it's a man and woman, so it could be either. So, Terry, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Uh, realistic expectations for next year. And um, given the continuous improvement every transfer window, um, do you see us with Dean Smith in five years' time? Um, okay, so Jade, uh, the Smith one, uh, I think as long as he keeps living up to expectations, no reason to get rid. So I think, and I think European, you know, between probably I'd say sixth to eighth, maybe with a cup run, if we're going to finish eighth, is probably the target. But I think if we finish outside that, I can see him getting the chop. So I think sixth to eighth is the target this year. And. Oh, you've already answered the Dean Smith bit. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm exactly the same. Um, for the year coming up, we should be aiming for top six. Um, between six or eight, in my opinion, is a good season because um, it's you always want to improve on the last season. So yeah. to me, between eighth and six, we'll still get you Europe. It all depends on who we buy. If we Jack stops and we get Bailey and uh, another good few pe- people, there's no reason why we can't push on for sixth. But as last season shows, it's like... Things can change. You get in a sticky patch. Your season can change by the you know. So, yes, between eighth and six, I'll be very very happy with, and I don't see why we can't achieve that. And the whole Dean Smith thing, I completely agree with you. If we improve every season, if we improve every season for the next five years, Dean Smith will still be the manager. Um, if he doesn't and it's a bad season, unfortunately, he will go. That's that's football. Um, we're lucky enough to have owners that support our manager because I think Smith could have been fired maybe twice since he's been with us and yeah. the owners have stuck with him. You look at your Chelsea's and your United's and whoever else. They, I mean, Chelsea's a prime example. They sack their manager every other week. I think Watford's the worst, though, aren't they? They sack whatever, every, every season. Um, yeah. Not saying Watford's a top team. I'm just using them as a... As a uh, I think he to say like how easy managers can get fired. So I think we're very lucky at the moment that we've, and I think that helps the team having the manager that stops with the team, and it obviously helps his progress. So yeah, I've yeah, if we keep improving, Smith's is stopping, and I'm all for that. Um, but if he has a sticky season or he has an absolute nightmare of a season, unfortunately, 
if we want to be a top team, we can't really be doing that. So he will be gone. Yeah. I don't yeah. want him to. I wish him all the luck and I hope he's the Villa manager for a good few years to come. Next question is from Villa till one die. So it's Villa till I die. Oh, he, he hasn't got the old... Yeah. It, 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 it uh, was already taken Villa yeah. till I die. So they sneaked the one in. Yeah, they snuck it in. Like a license plate on a car. Um, <laughs> who should be our main target to sign this summer? So who would you... Ta- I mean, we have kind of spoke a little bit of transfers, but... Yeah, who would be your main? T- who should be our main target? Um, I want to say a marquee player, but to be fair, Bundy has been the marquee player so far. We need a centre back because we've only got three centre backs. Um, do we need Bailey? I mean, we've got enough wingers, but Bailey will take us to a different level. Um, do we need another number, number ten? If Jack stops, um, we do, but we probably won't spend much money. We've got all the good kids on the books, so that's a bit of a a, uh, a difficult one but I think Bailey I think it's like people are losing their minds the fact that we just linked to him I mean yeah. we've not even signed him like imagine if we sign him he's just going to absolutely melt down um, yeah. so yeah I'm all for Bailey I don't and I'm not no German expert on football I don't I've never watched him but I've seen clips and I've, I've been looking at people's comments about him and um, yeah I just think Every season, you need to sign that one player that makes people think, oh, bloody hell. And I thought we did that with Buendia, but now I'm thinking Bailey could eclipse that. Yeah, definitely. I, I think Bailey is definitely the one I'd take just because he moves us up to that next step. You always get that one player that moves clubs up to the next level, and I think Bailey could be that for us. Um, I do want to ask you one more question, just because it's a very similar question, just just because I, I, I said I'll give it out. Yeah. And this is from uh, Twitter handle 151169. But his actual name is Mark Taylor. Um, <laughs> he's put, we desperately need a new defensive midfielder. Any idea who I've already said who mine would be? It should be the old Ward Prowse. But what do you think? Uh, Just to ask you. Ward Prowse. Next. It's Next. Literally, there's no one else. Literally, if, if we're linked <laughs> to Ward Prowse, I literally don't want to be linked to anyone else. Yeah, fair because enough. anyone else to me is a downgrade unless you know they link us to an absolute worldie because obviously Leon Bailey came out of nowhere then obviously there could be a defensive midfield that comes out of nowhere yeah um, so James Will Prowse is just it's just not even his how he plays it's his set pieces that we've been crying out for the last two seasons yeah um, so yeah Will Prowse but obviously uh, that's you know I've not heard any of that for ages, so I'm not sure no. if that's just died. But we've got plenty of the transfer window left, so there's no need, there's no need to panic. No. You'll think the window's closing tomorrow. However, half of Twitter are going on. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to another question. This is for Thomas Lawrence. Ooh. Thank you, Tomo. Says if Dean Smith were to leave. Who yep. would be your realistic choice? Jeez. Oh. And then he's put, not to steer the ship clear, but to take us further. I like that bit. I like All it. All right. So Dino gets a sack. So this is what we're doing. Dino gets a sack. And then who's out there that you take to move on to the next? Yeah. Uh, like, next like, yeah. Like sort of you're going to move for a big boss right away to take, to take on the project. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Okay, I'm going to um, probably push my neck out here. Um, oh. Super, probably unrealistic, but I will say he could possibly kick us on to the next level. And I'm going to go for an absolute legend of the game in Zinedine Zidane. Oh, well, is it? Out there. But... <laughs> Christ. Always. But that man. Always oh, easy. Yeah. The old uh, he is absolutely smashed. I know it's Real Madrid. Um, but he has absolutely smashed it. So, um, yeah. So I'm taking the old Zinedine Zidane. A bit oh. left field. But, yeah. Well, well it's, I'm not going to lie. He's the manager of Real Madrid. Or was, sorry. So you can't really groan at that. Yeah. I'm going to go for... I don't like to hit foreign managers because obviously we're trying to keep it all homegrown and stuff because of the kids and the club and everything. But I think a lot of the top managers are foreign, unfortunately, aren't, aren't they? So if you need to move with uh, the times... Unless you're going to go Frankie Lampard or Eddie no, O. bore off. No. <laughs> I'm going to go for Conte. Oh, okay. I think he's um, a very good manager and he's won. Every, everywhere he's gone, he's won. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's a serial winner. Yeah. Like yep. he's an in, I'm, unsure, I'm sure he managed the international, Italy's international team as well. He did. Yeah, so, did. that's where Chelsea got him from, I think. Yeah, so to me, it's, yeah, I think Conte, I mean, he was looked at by uh, Spurs and Spurs wouldn't pay the compensation package because I think Conte wanted to bring... Obviously, when you buy a top manager, they always have an entourage of coaches and all that. Yeah. And obviously, I don't think Spurs wanted to pay out what they wanted for his low entourage. But I think Conte would be a really good. The only bad thing of Conte doesn't seem to stop anywhere too long. But things can change. And to me, I just think about he is a winner. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? It yeah. was just for, no, I think Conte will do a good job. He's very passionate. And I think that will rub off on the Villa fans because we are mega passionate and yes. I just love how he gets involved. And I think the Villa fans will go nuts with that sort of thing. So I, I think it, it was, it, it's a good fit. Yeah, it is. And I think both are absolute top players as well. So yeah, pl- yeah. T- players would come to just be underneath Zidane or Conte. So yeah. Um, next question is from Adam ELEF1. Oh, so, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the arrival of Ashley Young back to Villa Park? Is he a genuine contender for a starting spot at left back with the experience he has after a super? Or, oh, wait there. Sorry, I'm going to reread that. What yeah, are your yeah. thoughts on the arrival of Ashley Young back to Villa Park? Is he a genuine contender for the starting spot at left back with it, with his experience? After a superb season from Matty Target. So, is Ashley Young in front of Matty Target? And what's your thoughts? Um, I think the signing of Young is a very, very well um, shrewd signing. I think his experience um, being a captain, um, playing for England. I think, I think mainly he was brought in because we've got so many young lads. There's no real experience there now. Yeah. So, I think he was brought in for his experience of what he's done for club and country. Um and for what he's won, um, I personally he shouldn't be in front of Target. Um, Target had a fantastic season last season. He was it was um, unlucky to miss out on the World Cup squad, but obviously when Chilwell won the Champions League, and obviously uh, Luke Shaw had a very good season, and obviously he, he had a very good World Cup as well. So you can't really moan about that. 
and you had Trippier that can obviously drift into the left back position as well. Target's got a lot of players up against him, but Target never, in my opinion, put a foot wrong last season. Um, yeah, he probably he probably had his best season that he's ever had as an actual player. If I'm going to be honest, yeah. Um, and he was a vital member of our back five. That was an absolute unit. So unfortunately, he shouldn't start ahead of Target. But I don't think Young would mind that because I can see Young being played left back, right back, um, on the wings. I can see him just filling in when when uh, we need it. Do you know what I mean? Like so, yeah. I I'm very happy because obviously. In the changing room, it's going to be more of a help and help the young players. I mean, you've I've I've already seen in, in the videos that Villa have posted in uh, games and training and stuff in pre-season that he's already involved in so like so much and stuff. So it's really really good to see. But no, for me, Target deserves a starting spot next season, and I expect him to smash it again. Uh, all I'm going to say is he's experienced. He's versatile, as you said, and he is going to be back up to young. He ain't going to start in front of him. But he will get game time, no doubt about that. So, like I said, I'll keep that one sweet and short for you. <laughs> nice. Uh, one more question off for Rick. Uh, Rick Thomas, he's asked, uh, are he sick of Kappa, as many people are? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who do we want next season as a uh, kit manufacturer? Okay, uh, the old crapper can go. Can't stand it. Absolutely <laughs> dreadful kits, and I don't like them. And I'm not going to buy it this year either. I'm not I'm just saying. Um, and I would, I'd like to go back to Luke UK because I thought they were smart. Or I'm not going to lie, the kits I've seen Hummel are pumping out nowadays. Oh are, yeah, are absolutely fun. And I'm not going to lie, I was having this debate with a couple of Albion fans. But if you remember the the Hummel kit we had, where we had the arrows underneath with the gold strip, like the yeah, gold, yeah, yeah, I love that top. That was one of my favourite. I know it's a bit marmite. Some people like it, some people don't. But I absolutely love that. I is that the Bar- one? Is that the one with these stripes underneath the arms? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you had the gold oh, um, arrow. Sorry. And you had see, and he looked like K was on the front. Yeah. 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 Um, that one, and then obviously the fact we signed like Barosh, Berger, Kevin Phillips, just some phenomenal players in that kit as well. Absolutely love it. So, and I've just seen the Cholting kit, and their black kit is absolutely outstanding. So, um, I'm going to go Hummel. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. You talking about that kit? I had Barros because I had the home. I had Barros. Yeah, yeah. Which was it? Barros ten or Barros nine? Barros ten. Barros ten. Barros ten. And yeah. then I had Phillips on the home one. The old super um, Kev. I had him on there when he scored the goal past Blues when we beat them for the first time in ages at St Andrews. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Just a um, little thing on the old super Kev. Right, I absolutely love super Kev. Went um, with my mate, and I was absolutely marvelling. So when I got chips. And uh, I heard Super Kev score, and I run through my chips, dropped them, <laughs> and pelted up the steps at the whole end just to see Super Kev. Um, but the actual manufacturer for, for myself, um, I completely agree. I didn't even think about it, actually, with having Luke. But I would have it made. I would have it designed by Luke, but like a Nike and Adidas will actually produce it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So the sort of... Fabric and all the technology in, in, in a fabric is where we need it. Um, but it sounds boring, but I'd want Adidas. I've never had a Villa top in Adidas. And yeah. I'll be, and I don't think, I mean, it sounds bad, but I don't think I've ever seen Villa have, Ad, have we Adidas. Ha- we haven't, no. Um, so for me, it'll be something new, if that makes sense. It'd be quite exciting. Yeah. Like we've already had the Nike and stuff like that. 
So I'm yeah. thinking to myself, oh, well, Adidas would be quite nice. And obviously, with uh, one of the owners owning a stake in Adidas, you would think maybe he would start it. But I wouldn't want Adidas if Blues have, have Adidas still. I don't yeah. know what they've got this season, but I don't want to have the same as them. That sounds really petty, but I don't care. Um, I don't want them. But I just want Adidas because I think they do make very, very nice kits. And I don't actually mind United's kit that they've released. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite simple and it sort of actually ain't too bad. And if one of your kits are made from one of the, say, one of the five top brands in the world, it's not a bad thing. And the availability and the quality of it is a lot better, as we found with Kappa. It's slightly, the quality isn't there, as we all know. Okay, well, I've got the questions left because I think you've run out. So. Unfortunately, so I didn't have as a, as a reaction as you did, but, uh, no, hope, no, but hopefully for next time. Um, so I've got a couple, I've got a few left, so I'm going to blast through them. As, um, this one's from Villa18741, and it uh, says Matthew Pereira's at AVFC? Question mark. If that happens, are we then a big six side? Um, I don't think he makes us a big six side. I think he makes our squad a lot better because if you say to me, are we a better squad or no, does Pereira improve our squad? Then the answer is yes, by 100% yes. But yeah. I think would Tom Cantwell improve our squad? Yes. And Cantwell is younger and probably going to have more potential because isn't Pereira 25 now or am, yeah. or am I just making that up? No, he is, yeah. So I'm not going to say he's old because I'm never going to say that because 25 is still young. But he would improve the squad, but then you look at our bench, who have we got on the bench? We've got the likes of Hoorahan and stuff. So, yes, he's better than Hoorahan and players like that. And But he wouldn't get in front of, in my opinion, he wouldn't get in front of Ture. He wouldn't get in front of, obviously, Jack, if he stops. Um, obviously, got Liam Bailey. He is better than Al Ghazi. So, he's better than some of the players that we have, but he's not automatically a starter. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't say no, though, if we brought him. Because, like I said with Torre, everyone gets their chance in the season that have to stop up, they have to step up and obviously help help the team out. So, if the price is right, then I'm all over it. But I've heard the price is like knocking around 15 mil, I think. And yeah, I saw that. I'm not gonna lie, that's not bad. Like, I'd take thought, him for that. Yeah, I thought they're kicking at 20 at about 25 mil. So, if you can get Pereira for 15 mil, I'm all over that. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. Like, I don't think he's a starter, but I would take him. He's cheap enough, he's good enough, and he does set pieces quite well. Yeah. Um, but again, no, he doesn't make us a uh, top six side. I think we need a lot more than just Pereira. Yes. Um, next question. Uh, this is from 19 Villa 18. Um, with yeah. Wesley returning to fitness, does this provide a plan B of two up front? That worked so well for Leicester last season. Um, if you had asked me this before the Stoke game, I would have been singing Wesley's tune. I'm not going to lie. I would have been saying, we don't need a striker. Blah, blah, blah. Wes, Wesley's going to come and do it. Now I'm just like, if Wesley can't hold his own against Stoke in a pre-season training, what's he going to be like when he's in an actual competitive game? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a game where something actually means something. If you're going to lose his head like that, then he can drag on. Do I think he's a good option? Yes, if he stops these silly things. He's quite young still, so obviously everyone learns from their mistakes. So it is what it is. But 
the thing is, I think I need to see Wesley for a few more preseason games to make any judgment because he didn't really set anyone alight against Warsaw. Yes, he did an assist, but my nan could have done that assist. Um, and obviously, getting and obviously getting sent off against Stoke isn't really the greatest of starts. Um, but I know how it can change, and I know how a goal can change a confidence boost and stuff. So. I don't mind having two up top, but if Wesley's not going to improve the team, I'd rather give time to Barry. Um, but it sounds bad. I would look elsewhere if Wesley doesn't make the cut, though. And But I would love to have two up top, but I'm saying I'm not sure if Wesley's there to be our number two, though. If that makes sense, I'd rather give Barry the go. No, for me, um, I always like to... Two up top if it was going to be like a Tammy and a Watkins. Not a Wesley, though. Wesley's a plan B for me. That's it. You know, like it was last season, the end where we had Davis coming on when we needed somebody. That's what Wesley's for me. Um, and I'm still not 100% on him, to be honest. So, yeah, no, not for me. Not for up top, two up top with Wesley. Uh, only when we need him. Um, next question is from Mark Ricks8. Um, there's such a good... Uh, feel good factor around our club at the moment. I believe we need to prepare ourselves if we have a sticky patch, especially with the fans back at Villa Park. Not a question, really, other than do you agree? Uh, everyone has sticky patches. Even Man City last season, they their sticky patch was the start of the season, I believe. I think they were like yeah. mid-table for like the first five, six games. Um, our sticky patch was pretty much the end of the season, but obviously we got back on the horse with the last two wins of the season. Um but we dealt with that. Yes, there's no fans in there. But I, even, when we went down, no, when we survived relegation on the final day of the season, on that season, um, stadiums were still packed out go, going into games that we were losing. Yes, I remember that Man City game where we were 3-0 down with like five minutes gone or something silly and people were walking out and stuff. But um, I think because we've not watched football for such a long time, we could be 8 nil down and I think no one would leave and moan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think there's a really good feel, fa- good, uh, feel good factor around the club and I think it's going to continue. I just think as long as we can start, if we can start off the season with a couple of wins, it's going to be bouncing. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I've got two, well, I've got one question left and then my own question for you. Um, you I know you are, yeah, you're, I think you'll like this one. But like yeah. I say, this is the last one from our followers and fans and whatever. This is from Stevie Boy 007. If the unthinkable happens and Jack signs for another club in brackets Man City, will he still be seen as a Villa legend or does that status disappear? Um, yeah, so what do you think? Um, I think the word legend gets used a bit too much. Um, Agreed. What's he, what's he actually won for us, the playoffs? And he's been very good for us. But we've still not won anything by the playoffs. Um, I just think legend's a bit of a to me a legend now if he stops because this is the strongest this is the strongest um, um, this is the worst position we've been in for Jack leaving so if he yeah. stops another season this is where he's going to step into legendary status in my opinion so yeah, yeah, at that, the moment yeah. I don't think he's in it no totally um, Villa legend legend like you said banded back too much he's not a legend if he leaves now he's not a legend if he stays another season I don't think he's a legend for me a legend is taking your club to the next level I suppose he has gearing us up but you had the likes of Tammy there Ming's helping out um, uh, Steer with a penalty shootout you know things like that help that cause 
Um, so no, he's not a real legend. He's on course to be one. And if he could pull a totty and stay forever, even if he wins nothing, I will. Then he is a Villa legend, and for me, probably the the legend. So, um, in my lifetime, anyways, because as I said yeah. before, people talk about McGrath if he was, you know, the best thing ever. Yeah. Now, the last question is my own. Um, name, and obviously, this is on the back of Jack. But this isn't particularly about Jack. So, name a transfer that broke your heart. Um. First one, it's I don't know. No, it's between it's probably Young because Young was the first one to go, and that pretty much when Young went, everyone went. So yeah. probably Young. If I'm going to be honest, I was too I was too young for for the Dwight York one. So yeah. uh, I think yeah. Ashley Young probably because he was like the best player in in that team by far. Yeah, Ash, Ashley Young is in my top. T- the one that. I felt the pinch the most and I love the man and now he's dead to me. He is the old Christian Benteke. <clears throat> I was going to say him, but... Yeah, he, you went the young, so I thought I'd go for the Benteke. Yeah. Just, yeah, he left and it crippled me. And to be fair, it crippled Villa because we went down yeah. the following year. So, True. Um, so, yeah, Benteke was mine. There you go. That's our Q&A. Well, there, there we go. Um, thanks for everyone for tuning in. Um, our next episode will probably be next week. We're not too sure what it is. Obviously, we could have a new sign-in or obviously there could be any news on Jack. We don't know. So we've not made a decision on what the next episode is because we don't know what's happening. Um, so, yeah, but tune in for, next, um, for the next episode. Tune in for this one. Thanks very much for listening to the last one. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much uh, for the questions. And we'll be doing one soon. We'll probably do one after the transfer window's finished regarding questions to see what people think our biz- what our business was like. That, that's yeah. always good isn't it but yeah. no yeah. so uh, from me thank you very much for tuning tuning in and look out for the next episode and uh, up the villa thank you guys see you again no,